Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, really? Really? You're going to taunt me with that till I die? There you go. That's a good way to start a Monday. A little thunder, thunder in the in pants, pants right there. Well, that sounds like a medical condition that we shouldn't be talking about on the radio. Uh, Anyway, Uh, You've been on the radio before today because uh, we are going to see some severe weather. It's ripe. It's ripe. We had one batch come through this morning. Baseball-sized hail out in Candy, Ohio County. Boy. And uh, a lot of reports of ping-pong-sized hail, North Metro. And now the sun is out. The atmosphere is irritable. And, yeah, there could be uh, some rough thunderstorms out there later on today. A tornado watch. Watch means watch out. Go about your normal activities. Keep attuned to CCO. It's good to have multiple safety nets, Jordana. Don't rely on, on just the media. Of course, we hope that you'll listen to CCO really 24 hours a day. But um, certainly during these severe weather episodes, good to have uh, a radio source, online, yep. apps on your phone, the sirens are great, but don't rely on the sirens. They were only ever designed to be heard outdoors. I, I still run into people who say, Paul, I can't hear the sirens where I work, and how do I know? Um, anyway, um, the sirens should not be your only uh, source of information. Make sure you have multiple ways to get information. And yeah, may or and just listen to the radio. For tornadoes. Huh? Or listen to the radio. If you're out on your listen tractor, to the radio. yes. yes. The sirens, yes, yes. but if you are inside in your office, because you don't live on a farm, then um, Odyssey app, WCCORadio.com in your browser, 830 AM on that transistor that's been on your desk, you know, since 1950. We'll take you any way we got you. It's all good. Listen right here because yeah. Paul is with us and um, we're going to keep you safe this whole day. It was... I mean, look, I'm I'm ready for sun. And, I mean, it's sunny now outside my window, so I'm super grateful for that. I'm ready for sun and warmth. But it was a good soaking rain on and off this morning. Very cathartic. Yeah, absolutely. And and look, we're not talking about drought. Uh, soil moisture in good shape. Thank God. More water in our lakes. Water levels have come back in most Minnesota lakes. So we're sitting much better than we were last year at this time. So I'm optimistic. And I, I think it's going to be a long, stinking hot summer. So... Anyway, it's just the transition as we tiptoe into summer, it's always awkward and the atmosphere will be irritable and yeah, just stay alert. 
So I have a funny weather story that I want to share with you. But you sort of, and listeners, this goes for you. You sort of have to promise that you're not going to think I'm 100% cuckoo bananas. Well, we think that already, (laughs) Jura, but we love you for it. (laughs) Okay, try not to judge me. But um, you guys know that obviously I'm a leukemia patient and going for a bone marrow transplant. Well, I have a wonderful Jewish community that supports me in every way possible. I'm talking prayers and food, guidance, um, all sorts of assistance that we get from our local Jewish community. And I have many friends um, here in the community, you know, that call and check on me. So as the rain was coming down this morning, uh, a friend of ours called Mark. And she said, and, and I'm not so religious that I know, not, not anybody knows anything. You know, we call it the practice of Judaism. We're always practicing. So, but I'm not so religious that I know really the ins and outs of a lot of tons of rituals. And this one was definitely one I did not know. So a friend calls Mark and says, Mark, don't think we're crazy, but I need you to tell Jordana to go out in the rain now. And he's like, um, why? And she says, The rain, which falls after Passover, which was a few weeks ago, you know, around Easter time, the story of the Exodus, that's our Passover. And Shavuos, Shavuos is in a little while, and that is when the Jews got the Torah at Mount Sinai. That's a holiday. And Shavuos is uh, supposed to be a holy time. There's 50 days in between. There's supposed to be a holy time where the rain has healing powers. And this is true even in Israel. You know, we pray for rain this time for the crops and for all of that good stuff. But she, so then she says this, and this is the part where you got to promise not to judge me, friends. Have her go outside and open her mouth. The rain has to hit the right side of her mouth. So my husband came upstairs, said this to me. And I said, Ruby, get your clothes on. We're going outside. We had just exercised together. We try to work out in the mornings together and both stay fit. We threw on a t-shirt and and some sweats, went outside and stood, and and the rain was just ending. The big downpour just ended. So we're out there with our mouths hanging open in the rain, trying to get a little bit on the right side. And I think we got a couple, you're laughing because it's completely insane, I know, (laughs) but I said, I will take all of the help that I can get. If that's something that I can do, I am out there in the rain. So we got like a drop or two because the rain had stopped and we just looked nuts then. So then we went back inside and then I saw another downpour, but we were upstairs. I'm like, Ruby, let's get outside. So she, she's such a good daughter. She uh, appeases all my craziness. We run outside and we try to do it again. And, and then we're waiting for more and wait. And we didn't get a good hard rain, but I still have until Shavuos this year to make sure it happens. So if you see me standing outside my house with my mouth hanging open, you'll know I'm trying to catch some of that healing power of the what? rain. Sure. I, look, God works in mysterious ways, and I'm all for Western medicine, but, you know, I wouldn't discount anything at this point. But were your That's neighbors I mean. out? Were your neighbors taking videos of this? Did anybody call 911? I mean, I'm Thank worried God about I don't you. Think anybody, I don't think anybody saw me. I don't think anyone saw. <laughs> okay. uh, but even if they did, you know what? I'm not even ashamed. I do tons of Western medicine. You know me. I've had more chemo than... A normal human should have to go through, and I'm going to have a lot more. But when she said this to me, I was like, you know what? I believe in prayer. I have a lot of faith, and um, I'm I'm heading out there. People are superstitious. People do some weird stuff, and I thought, I'm a believer. I am a person of faith. So if it was good enough for the ancient Hebrews, they were out in the rain, and if this time is special, I am out there. And by the way, um, Shavuos starts on Saturday, June 4th. 
in the evening after Shabbat. It's a Saturday, so um, I have until then to get some raindrops on my inner right part of my mouth. <laughs> I'll be outside the house when that happens. Interesting. And if you have some other uh, helpful advice for what Jordana <laughs> should be doing beyond Western medicine, you can always text us, 651-461-9226. Um, and I, sure, I think you should try it all. You never know what's actually yeah. going yep. to work, right? Yep. So Don't tell not? me to give up chemo. I'm still doing everything they tell me to no, do no. at the Mayo Clinic and Minnesota yeah. Oncology. But, you know, a little rain on the inside of your mouth can't hurt. Hey, that could work. That could work. Jor, I uh, read an interesting op-ed in the Star Tribune that made me think about my boys. You know, hopefully they're going to stay in Minnesota. No guarantees. Mm -hmm. But apparently we're losing a lot of young people, talented young people, to sunny, warmer southern states. And uh, the question, how do we retain young people? How do we make them want to live here, move here? We're not doing something right. When we come back, the author of that report, Tom Horner, is going to explain what he thinks we have to focus on to be competitive in the rest of the 21st century. It was an eye-opening piece, and I think you'll agree when we come back on CCO. And DJ, it's Monday, I think. It's Monday somewhere. I think it's mm -hmm. Monday. Yeah, here. it is. No, for sure. Confirmed. Confirmed. A couple different uh, sources. Good weekend. Confirmed. Hope you had a great Mother's Day yesterday, Jor. Um, mm hmm you, you have amazing kids. You you are a great mom, yes. and they are lucky to have you. And uh, anyway, my Mother's Day gift is this warm front. I'm just happy it's it's finally warming up. Um, look, I, I didn't realize this. Our population in Minnesota is holding steady. Our birth rate hasn't recovered from the Great Recession. Mm-hmm. An aging state in an aging country, our death rate is up, fewer immigrants arriving from other countries. And um, as Tom Horner points out in an op-ed at the Star Tribune, we are losing some people to low-tax states, states with warmer climates. Uh, that's not our biggest challenge. The biggest demographic loss is among college-aged Young people, young Minnesota adults aren't staying, and new ones aren't arriving. Hmm. And at first I thought, well, maybe this is the pandemic. Do we have enough data to really reach that conclusion? And I wanted to have Tom Horner on talk more about this. Ran for governor as an independent back in 2010, now a public relations consultant. Tom, welcome to the show. Paul and Jordana, thank you very much for having me. I'm, I'm pleased to be here. What got you off the dime uh, to share this, the, these statistics, these demographic trends? Are, are you genuinely concerned about our competitiveness to hold on to young people? Absolutely. So what, what got me involved in it, there was, there was a little story that popped up over the holidays, and I thought, well, holy smokes, this is a significant story, a net gain of only 225 people in the last fiscal year. So we're talking about the fiscal year that ended last July, uh, or last June 30th, actually. And and nobody covered it. There was no, no other coverage other than this little story. So I started talking to people. I talked to the state demographer. Uh, this has to be a mistake. Nope, absolutely. The 225 net gain. Now, there is the caveat, Paul, and you touched on this, that some of it is due to COVID. Some of it is due to, to the uncertainty over immigration policy, refugees, and all of that. So it's going to bounce back up a little bit. But what the state demographer told me and what shows up in the data is that 
the biggest problem is not the the older people escaping for warmer weather or the tax averse people leaving for low tax states. It is that we are not keeping and we are not attracting the the young people, college age people. Some of them going to warm weather states, but a lot of them just going to more vibrant communities. Colorado, Chicago, Boston, some of those, Seattle, some of those places. So it's not just a matter of weather. It's a matter of how are we going to use the assets that we have? How are we going to be innovative around public policy and use this once in a generation opportunity of a $9.25 billion surplus to really make an effort to hold on to the young people we have and attract new ones? I'm surprised about this, Tom. It's Jordana, by the way, and thanks for joining us. Mm-hmm. I, I am of surprised course. because I am somebody who grew up in New Jersey. My ex-husband, we both grew up in New Jersey. And when we got here uh, in 2000, and 2000 in two th- when we got here in 2000, we came for work. And I saw, wow, there's tons of Fortune 500 companies. There, This is a highly educated population. Uh, you can afford to buy a house here. I thought this is a great place to live. And after we were going to only stay two years, but we're like, no, we love it here. It's great. We want to raise our kids here. And we decided to stay. So I'm actually really surprised to find that a lot of people are not coming back because Paul's two sons both moved back. One may be temporarily because he's going back to school. But I mean, the people people get it when they come here. So what else can we be doing? We have good schools. We have lots of industry for jobs. What do you recommend would keep young people here or attract them? I think there are a couple of things. One is to really leverage the natural assets that Minnesota has, starting with water. So water is just such an important asset for our economic vitality and for our recreational opportunities. One of the things that you always see with with so many young people is that they value those recreational opportunities, whether they're outdoors or our great cultural environment. Well, water provides that opportunity to really be distinctive, to really set Minnesota apart, and then to make sure that as an economic asset, as you see a 1,200-year drought in, in southwestern United States, look at California, in the two rainy months of, of the year, they have no rain at all. You know, so, so however people want to define it, climate change or, or whatever else, water is going to be a competitive advantage that Minnesota has. We ought to be investing right now in protecting that. That means you're going to have to ask some more of, of interest like farmers, I happen to to oppose the sulfide mining. I think we we ought to value water over that. We also ought to, though, have a long-term strategy for how we protect and leverage our water resources. You know, we saw there was a a report not long ago where even small changes in in community activity and, and runoff from yards and those kinds of activities makes an enormous difference in protecting the quality of water. We need to take those actions. Then on the policy side, you know, Minnesota, look at every issue that comes along these days, public safety will hire more cops. Education will hire more teachers. Healthcare, hire more healthcare workers, and on and on and on. The problem is they're not there. You know, one of the things that I often talk about is that America always is a country in the making. We never stop. And when we do stop making ourselves 
that's when I think we, we, we will start to the, the real decline. Right now, we're at a point where we have to decide how are we going to make the country. You know, in, in, in the early 1900s, we decided we didn't want the trust. And so Teddy Roosevelt came along and we broke up the trust. We decided that we didn't want elderly people to suffer in retirement. And so FDR got Social Security passed. Johnson got Medicare passed. Now we're at a point where we need to, to focus on reality. And the reality of our labor market is housing is, is both difficult to find and expensive. Daycare is hugely expensive and difficult to find. We need to figure out the policies that are going to make sure that young families can come here and have the quality of life that they expect, that they can find quality child care, that our schools stay top grade, that they can find good housing that, that is safe and affordable. Mm-hmm. It's those kinds of policies that we need mm-hmm. to invest in that, that we're turning our backs on and just having that same old debate between should we cut taxes or raise spending. Yeah. If we don't have young people who are the families, the wage earners, the entrepreneurs, right. both of those options are irrelevant. Tom Horner, thanks for uh, getting us to think different about this. We appreciate your perspective, and uh, thanks for joining us today on the John Schuster Caldwell. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's gonna go! Alvarez ties the game! Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Banker Hotline. Appreciate your time, Tom. Thank you for the opportunity. Take care. You bet. So, Paul, what do you think about a public relations campaign that we've got the good water? Well, I think... I think he touches on some good themes. Yeah. I mean, I've said this mm-hmm. ad nauseum for years. We live in a resort. And the fact that you, I mean, we have so many lakes, and especially with more and more people having the option of working remotely, mm-hmm. I mean, who wouldn't want to live on a lake or near a lake? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, look, when I moved here in 83, everybody talked about quality of life and that balance. And you don't have that. In many of these other cities, you certainly don't have it in Chicago. Nobody, not once did I hear quality of life in Chicago. We have balance Mm -hmm. here. The outdoors, 
great industry, as you said, Fortune 500 companies, great schools, great education, yeah. great health care. It's the balance. And in other words, is this a PR thing? If, if we should use some of that $9 billion to advertise how amazing Minnesota is to attract people, at least give us a shot. Hey, our winters aren't that bad. Well, they are, but there's there's other stuff that makes up for our winters. That's been my experience. But yeah, you know, it got me nervous about are we are we going to be bleeding the kind of, you know, the high tech younger people that we need to kind of reinvent Minnesota in the years to come? I don't know. But. What do you think? 651-989-9... Oh, that's not true. That's the old number. So that's in my brain. 651-461-9226. Wow, that popped out. 651-461-9226. How do you think we can attract young people? Uh, how do you think? What What are your thoughts? I, I have some thoughts. 651-461-9226. Paul, David, and I will chat with you next. Wait, a little Doppler? Uh, it's not the size what? of your Doppler, my friend. It's the accuracy. <laughs> I wouldn't worry about it. No, don't take it personally, buddy. You're good. You're good. Little Doppler. So yeah. how are we going to get younger people to move here? I had no problem. I think it's super fab here. And um, gosh, I mean, I know a lot of kids who went away to college and then do come back. And I'm praying that's the case for my kids. I don't want to be not around my kids, but my, my husband has two children and his daughter lives locally. And his son um, was working in New York, met a girl from New York and um, they live out there and they just yeah. had a baby and he's perfect. And uh, I don't anticipate that he's coming back ever to live, you know, to live. So because her folks are out there and that's her infrastructure and they met out there. So I get that. But um Gosh, I think once people realize how great it is here, they'll stay. Here's the caveat. If you are a person of color, I don't blame them for not wanting to move here. Unfortunately, Minnesota has been in the headlines way too many times. And it's not just MPD. It's, um, you know, Brooklyn Center. It's uh, what happened in New Prague. It's St. Cloud was in the national news for being a hotbed for racism. And then when we went on the air, I went on the air and I said, OK, St. Cloud, come and defend yourselves. And people didn't. People didn't. People said, well, we don't want m more diversity here. I was shocked about that. I gave St. Cloud an open mic to defend themselves and they didn't. Uh, so if I was a person of color considering Minneapolis or, or Minnesota, excuse me, you know, they're right. I don't think I'd come either. Got to be honest. Well. We, we we need to do better. There's there's no yeah s no silver bullet, but there's a lot yeah. of silver buckshot. And how do we put our best foot forward and create the environment where people will want to stay and um, want to move to? Uh, Mary from Badness Heights has been listening, and I hope she has some good suggestions. Hey, Mary. Hi, Mary. Hi there. Hope you can hear me okay. Yep. Can gotcha. Hear. Perfect. So I have a 21-year-old son. He's graduating next week from New York University. He couldn't wait Mazel. to get out of Minnesota for college. Now, he has said before he left for college, he'll never move back to Minnesota. Part of the reasoning is the weather, but part of the reason our educational systems aren't that impressive to higher education. So this kid is graduating with high honors and plans to go back to get a PhD with this everyone's story, and I'm very impressed because 
came from nowhere and worked in Plata to get a 4.0 at NYU. But there's also not much for nightlife. There's a store for somewhere else. He doesn't want to necessarily stay in New York City, but the city isn't a big enough city for him. And I think a lot of that is down the young kids' minds. They're not hmm. at the point where they're having a family, so they're ready to look at the water and look at the lakes and look at a yard. They're content with an apartment and the nightlife. They're content with a place where you can get a really good education from a school that will gain you something from all of the, the thousands of dollars of loans you've got to pay back. So that's just another way to look at it. Yeah. There's not a lot hmm. here to offer. And my son's friends all say the same thing. Yeah, Mary. Good call, Mary. Sorry, we couldn't hear you very well. But yeah, we got it. She's saying that there's not enough nightlife. It's, you know, they're not ready for the house on the lake in the yard. They want to party and go to clubs and, and bars and they want to be, you know, 23. And I get that. And and she's right. I mean, we have, you know, again, downtown Minneapolis has not gotten a lot of good press. Downtown St. Paul, I'm sure is fantastic. But um, maybe there are bigger party cities like Miami or like like Denver's a, a hot spot lately so i get it i i get that yeah i i i guess i guess we all go through that phase right in yeah. your 20s early 30s and then right. most people realize they want something a little bit different they do want a little mm-hmm. extra space they do want a yard they do want some privacy they do want After access to the, the lights yeah but I, I i get that and i i don't know it's it's hard to argue with that but Having lived in Chicago, you having grown up in the shadows of New York City, it's nice having all those options. And I don't know. I, I, I mean, for me, I, I need my privacy, and I want a little space, and the notion of living in any city is not appealing to me. But everybody mm-hmm. has a different opinion about that, right? Jane's in Loretto. Jane, what do you think? How are we going to get them back? Well, getting them back after they've left... Sometimes when they have kids, they move back. That's a pattern that's Mm -hmm. been around for 40 years. The Mm -hmm. thing is, why do you want to leave them in the first place? You educate them, and then they go to New York or California or Chicago or wherever. That's leeching off our education system by those states. So you want to keep them here. That means you want to have not just for the college students, but also for the people who are just going to, they don't see themselves as getting a B.A., have technical schools and training so they can get a good job here, mm-hmm. not feel like they have to go somewhere else to get a good job. Because mm-hmm. it is expensive good. to live here. Yeah. Okay. Jane, good and call. When, yeah. And then go ahead. when they get married and they have kids, we got to provide daycare for kids. Amen, sister. You want both mm-hmm. parents to yeah. work? you got to have daycare. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yep. That's right. She's preaching to the choir. Jane, awesome call. Yeah, she's right about that. We got to make it easier. That You know, that is true. Um, a, a pro- appealing to the young family, saying we'll make it easy for you, even if, if one of the couple gets recruited to 3M or Target or Medtronic. Sorry, there's a lot of noise outside my window. I just close that up. I, I could have the windows open What's today, so I was on? excited about that. Yeah, I know. Well, there's always <laughs> construction. Um, but it's construction season, but, um, appealing to families with young kids that, yeah, we'll make it easier for you, like free ECFE or, you know, a good affordable daycare that's high quality. Uh, that is very appealing that I think people could really get on board with. It's just, I remember it was just a nightmare getting around New York, DC, 
Chicago. Just the hassle factor, what I call the hassle factor, is off the scale. Yeah, it's expensive. Yeah. And people say, okay, I'll put up with the hassles because look at all these choices, these options. But, But it's prohibitively expensive living in those cities. I mean, the Bay Area, San Diego, L.A., good luck. So I don't know. Maybe I, I sound defensive when I defend Minnesota. There is no perfect place, although Maui comes close. But <laughs> I, I just think for people that are looking for balance, and my youngest son who just got out of the Navy, he, he summed it up well for me. He said, Dad, it's just easier here. It's easier living here. But again, we're in the suburbs. He's not talking about downtown. He doesn't have kids yet. So... We don't have the answer, but if you do have the answer, text us. We want to keep this conversation going. What can we be doing, should we be doing, to retain young people and attract more young families, young couples who want to stay here for life? 651-461-9226. All right. We'll be right back when we come back on CCO. Welcome back. What is going to get young people to move to Minnesota? I love it here. This Jersey girl is smitten with Minnesota. And sure, we got our problems, but it is fantastic here. My mother, I've been here 20 years, and my mother used to say to me, when are you coming home? And I'm like, Mama, never. Mm-mm, this Jersey girl is a Minnesotan now. I got yeah. three Minnesota yeah. babies. I married a Minnesota boy. Like, that's it. I love it here. And you don't have to sell me, but I get it that the population is declining. Um, I do think our our friend um, Jane said, once the kids start wanting a family, the grown kids start wanting a family, then they want to move back. They realize or how a safety it net. Is. And if, if they have parents here, there's the parents, a better chance yeah. they're mm-hmm, going to move exactly. back, right? Yeah. So some of the texts say, guys, we need to target the film industry. Get a highly rated drama like Grey's Anatomy in Seattle or This Is Us in Boston or Chicago Med. I've been thinking huh. about this one texter. Minneapolis Medical or something like you know, Medtronic, you know, Medtronic drama, something like that. You know, we do a lot of medical device, the behind the scenes there, or, you know, Target theater, something like that. You know, how, like Succession is based on the Fox News family, the, the Murdochs. You know, we could have one right. based on the Daytons, even though they're probably very wholesome. But I don't know, we could make something up. We got a lot of big families here. So that's a great idea, by the way. Great idea. Uh, hold on. Let me uh, let, let me just read some more of these. Um, how do we get people to move here? Great schools, well-supported affordability. I got it. Uh, Minnesota is still one of the few states that taxes Social Security, and the politics have gotten ugly. But again, these are people that are not thinking about Social Security. We're thinking about the younger kids. Um, there is ext- oh, someone says there is an extreme amount of diversity in St. Cloud. I. Uh, I get that. I understand that. And the story was about racism and people came on and said that they didn't want the diversity in St. Cloud, which was embarrassing and horrible. And I felt bad for us being Minnesotans, admitting that out loud. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Jor, why would we want more people in this beautiful area? Remember, 100 years ago, everyone wanted to move to California and Florida. As Paul says, they're both gong shows now. Would we really want that for our kids? No, but we want them home. We want them home. Um, some, uh, yeah, let's see, want, Paul, do we have a, a, a caller? We want Minnesota to be competitive, and that means attracting more young people. Uh, we, it, it's just, yeah, we have to do that. Uh, Cletus, joining us from a field somewhere in southern Minnesota. Hey, Cletus. 
Hi. Yes, uh, listening to your discussion. Uh, just my opinion. I live here in southern Minnesota all my life, got a few years on me. Uh, would you be exciting, uh, all those good things, what young people want for your small town uh, you live in? You go to New Orleans, Fairmont. Fairmont goes to Mankato. Mankato goes to the Twin Cities. Twin Cities goes to Fort Lauderdale because you've got to go somewhere because it's happening as a young person. Uh, but uh, so, number one, uh, Minnesota's great, but that's just, that's just an occurrence, what happens, in my opinion, for young people. Uh, number two, diversity. Uh, go look at Austin, Minnesota, Worthington, Minnesota, Wilmer, Long Prairie. Worthington, for example, uh, is more, more than 50% uh, people of uh, color, uh, and uh, they're very successful. I sometimes think uh, we're looking the wrong direction. There's a lot of good things. Uh, another thing is I get to the Twin Cities once in a while. Uh, uh, I'll say it. I'm a white person. I drive. I was driving down Twin Cities a couple of times. Uh, cops stopped me. Uh, what did you get stopped for? Boom, something very minor. I was very gracious, very gentle. Uh, three minutes later, they checked my ID, my driver's license, and down the road I was. Uh, I, I think is it, it's a two-way street. It's a balance. Uh, cops got a job to do. I think they did it. Uh, I, I think cops are great overall. Uh, yes, we have a bad apple, but they're good. That's my opinion of a few points. Cletus, Cletus thank you for calling. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. I, I love that he's listening and he's out in the field, and I appreciate hearing from a small town. So thank you, Cletus. Absolutely. All right. I got a couple of more texts if you want to hear it. Hey, guys, uh, my son's a 20-something engineer in Minneapolis, and if you think there's no nightlife, you haven't been there. It's alive and exciting. That's good news. Good. I'm glad he's having a great time hey, in Minneapolis. George, Dan and Blaine is joining us right now with some suggestions. Hey, Dan. Hi, George. Jordan and Paul. How are you doing? Hi, Dan. Doing well. What What advice Hi, do you good. have to attract show. young people? Thank you. I think it starts... I think it starts, first of all, with the state government. Um, from a younger person's point of view, all I've ever heard is how they drag their feet. How many years did it get take for Sunday liquor sales? They still haven't passed any cannabis bill with over 10 years of history in the United States of some states having legal cannabis. Um, hmm. The educational system here is wonderful, but it's too expensive. And I blame a lot of companies for requiring bachelor's degrees for simple jobs that they can train you on at the time of that you start the job and you can excel in that but oh no they require a bachelor's degree for a seven dollar an hour job so it's a whole systematic type of thing that that happens in this state um me as a younger person looking at retirement they're going to tax my retirement funds i don't want to be in the state i mean let's be more progressive and not be behind the eight ball. Let's be a little bit more like California and be ahead of things. Let's be the ones to lead things instead of follow things and then not do it. Like I said, how many years did it take for Sunday liquor sales? The legislators need to stop dragging their feet. I totally Dan agree. Dan and Blaine. Thank, Thank you, Dan. You, Dad. you know what? He said, it, he said it right there. What more is there yeah. for us to say, my friend? Well, and let's keep it going. Text us. Uh, keep the calls coming. We're going to keep revisiting this. We don't have the answer key. Maybe you do. 651-461-9226. We'll be right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.